What's good, everybody? Ball don't lie, Australia. Order 66. Coming straight at you this week. Careful saying those words, mate. Oof. Got to get a good Star Wars reference in when we can. <laughs> Got to love it. I'm your host, Dan Dunellen. Johnny Mizzy has done 65 other times. Mal Crawford. The big dog. How you doing over there, buddy? Oh, swell, as always. Swell. Ooh, I remember the 90s. <laughs> well, that's one of us. You're right, I don't. <laughs> if you haven't already, people, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you get your podcasts from, chuck us a like, follow, subscribe. As Mel likes to say, we love a bit of a share as well. And mm-hmm. if you've seen our posts on current socials today, you'll find us old dudes giving it a crack on the TikToks. Yeah, us. On the line. Us. Yes. Uh, us old dudes. That's changed. It only took 65 and a bit episodes, <laughs> but we're now us in the old dudes category. Let's be honest. We're both washed. It is what it is. But we're on, we're on the line, on the TikToks. You can see us on there. Ball don't lie, Australia. If you really need it. There's underscores between each word, but you'll find us if you just type it in. So chuck us a, a like and a follow on there as well. Mm-hmm. You'll be seeing some clips, uh, you know, bits of our podcast popping up. Mel might share some uh, insider secrets of producing these podcasts that you get to listen to. Uh, we got some NBL. Oh, yes. We got some <laughs> NBL one games coming up. So you might get mm-hmm. some uh, behind the scenes footage of what we do over there as well. And who knows what else might pop up from time to time. You never know. You never know. But thanks for joining us for another week of Aussie and American basketball. We've got the NBL. We're really at the crunch end now. One round to go mm-hmm. until the finals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Things mm-hmm. are heating up. We'll dive into that. The NBA playoffs have started and it's going well for one of us. <laughs> never guess which one. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to be diving into all of that. We'll be having a look at each playoff uh, matchup so far. We might make some selections, even though most all games of uh, all series have played a game now. If there not two, they're the words. Yep, words and things. But now, I have a package with me here. I take mine everywhere with me. Yes, go on. Now. Can you read the sticker on the box here that I'm showing you? Uh, it says Express Post, Express which, Express Post, as we know now nowadays, doesn't mean a lot. <laughs> but this was coming in hot. Yeah, I'm going to read to you the front of this package. Ball don't lie, Australia. Our studio address that I won't <laughs> read out, and a, a thing down the bottom. Don't open until after Easter. So you can see that it says Ball don't lie, Australia. I'm not mm-hmm. fibbing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's crack it open. See what's inside. All right, let's All right, do it. So I'm opening up the box. Ah. maybe if you're following us on the TikToks, you might uh, get to see what we're doing here. All maybe. Right. Ooh. what are we doing here? Yeah, well, it's a surprise <laughs> now. That's the that's the fun thing. Yeah, okay. All right, we've got a brown paper bag. So sorry if it's arsenic or something, Mel. Awkward. We'll Awkward. See how we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a letter. Oh. Dan and Mao, mm. happy Easter. Happy Easter, by the way, Mao. Yeah, back at you, big fella. <laughs> happy Easter to the best bus. Other religious was it, uh, celebrations are available if, <laughs> yes, I- yes. if you're not necessarily that way inclined. Uh, happy Easter to the best basketball podcast around. 
Thank you for all the hard work and entertainment value you both put in for every episode. Please keep what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing and we'll keep listening. Thank you, Legends, from a long-time listener. Didn't write it down here, but definitely great friend of the show. This is from Jared, our friend down in Adelaide there. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, wonder what's in this brown paper bag. Shout out to Jared, <laughs> by the way. Um, now you got to meet him on the weekend. He visited my family up here with his lovely family. So I did, yes. Quite yes. a nice time. Mm-hmm. Showing the ropes in Brizzy here. Mm-hmm. All right. Delightful. We shared some stories of our hometowns. Brown paper bag. Oh. All right. We can tell this is a long-time listener because mm-hmm. uh, you'll know that we do our crackums end of every episode. Some basketball cards. Got two packs. Two packs. Nice. So, pack number one, Fleer, 94.95, basketball cards. Ooh. And also, an Upper Deck 91.92 edition. Ooh. 3D holograms are randomly packed. That's interesting. 3D. Yeah. Interesting. And in that Fleer pack, there are sharpshooter insert cards. Or there are hot packs. This could be a hot pack. (laughs) Could be a hot pack. (laughs) Hot pack. Uh, Shout out, Jared. Really appreciate you sending that through, mate. Um, Definitely. Get around to those cards very, very soon. Love the love. Love the love. Ball don't lie. That ball don't lie. All right. Well, it's NBL time. Speaking of the J-Man down in Adelaide, we're going to have a look at his hometown team down there because... Let's just call the 36ers what they are. They're the street killers, Mel. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I mean, earlier in the season when United was streaking away, nine games to be precise, mm-hmm. in come the 36ers and say, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. They snapped that streak. Don't know if they said it quite like that, but yeah, general gist. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, I, I know Macca. That's exactly how he said it. Uh Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll agree to the first bit, as in you know Macca, we've had him on the show. <laughs> it was my first question, and he seemed as if he actually genuinely knew you without money having to pass hand, you know, change hands. So, so no, 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 it is. <sighs> Until proven otherwise. That's not again, that's not what I agreed to, but you know, as you were. Well, they march into the jungle, do mm-hmm. what just about everyone is at the moment, and take down Perth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean Perth, geez. Anyway, we'll get to them in a sec. Yeah. And they head on over to face, you know, my non-Brisbane favourite team this season. Go. Yeah. The Sydney Kings. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they're the Kangs now. He's up. <laughs> so, 36 has dropped that 13-game streak the Kings are on. They this, The Kings had just entered the top 10 all-time streaks in the NBL. Just, which mm-hmm. is 13, equal 10th. And that is now done, gone, kaput, splat. Because in walked Macca in the 36s, and now what did they say? Um, we're going to No, win. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they get the dub. Uh, so that, that's a big win. Big, big win. Uh, and although in reality it doesn't mean a whole lot in terms of ladder position for the 36ers, this is saying, well, hey, we, we've got the talent on the roster here. Mm. We've just won in two of the hardest away venues in the league on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get this done. And our guy 
friend of the show, Dusty Hannes. He's back, baby. And he's just, just ruined a fun stat I could have used on the show. So I'm going to focus on two players uh, this episode from two teams. So one is Dusty Hannes from the 36ers. The other is young Joshua Adams from the Jack Jumpers. Mm -hmm. Between them, they played four games. Josh had 23 points and 23 points. Dusty Hannes had 23 points and 22 points. Mm. Dusty, be better. (laughs) One point. Come on, man. Dusty, I love you, but you're killing me out here. So I wanted to come on here and say, oh, the two guys, they had four 23-point games. Uh, But no, all jokes aside, Dusty's come back. Was there jokes in there, was there? Sorry. (laughs) Mate, I am hilarious. Just ask me. I'll tell you Mm -hmm. all about it. Well, if you're looking for players that scored 23 points. He missed one free throw on his 22 points. Mm. In that earlier Perth game, there was actually three players on the roster for Adelaide who scored 23 Mm. points. We had the Big Johnson, the Sunday Dash, and Dusty Hannes all scoring 23 points, which I don't want to get all Sheldon and do the math, but the odds on that would have to be rather ridiculously out there, like on on any three players on any team. So anyway, 23 points. There we go. You started it, and now we're talking about it. it. It's the key to all victories. Unfortunately. Jordan's number. Unfortunately, the 36ers do not play on April 23, but the Jack Jumpers do. So Josh Adams can keep this streak alive for me. Uh, but, you know, what What do you think Adelaide... Yeah, for you, no one else is tracking it, but yeah, go on. What, what do you think Adelaide look at here? Are they, are they just saying, well, we're not making finals, who cares, whatever? Or do you think they're genuinely looking at these games saying, all right, well, let's... Let's build on this. Let's give CJ more time with a, this roster or something very similar uh, rather than do what we're assuming the Bullets are going to do and blow it all up. Uh, look, quite possibly. I think one thing they have done with these couple of wins late against these high-powered teams is possibly take a bit of pressure off CJ coming into the offseason. Um, they may have inadvertently, you know, saved his job because let's face it this hasn't been the greatest of years for Adelaide they've it's hard to forget they won the preseason tournament mm. <laughs> no, sorry it's, it's easy, to easy to forget, to forget I forget. should say yeah. sorry yeah and you know this talent hasn't gone anywhere they're just up and down and very inconsistent but as I said high powered actually rolling together as a bit of a unit. Look, you know, hopefully. I'd actually like to see some of these pieces stay. Um, but, yeah, it looks to me as if you've got a mixture of people who are, A, playing for, you know, contracts and things for next year, but also trying to show off what they can do after a little bit of a frustrating season, and it's coming together for them. So, you know... There's definitely some pieces there. I wouldn't necessarily you know, say they need to blow it up, but they definitely need to make some changes because something clearly isn't working there. Um, but it's nice to see them in a bit of a run of form because we've spoken about them from the start of the season and just inconsistency 
but they definitely have a you know this is the kind of ceiling we thought they'd have throughout this throughout the whole regular season unfortunately they've only shown it in what can be described as patches at best yeah and and on the other side of this Adelaide Sydney game it was strange to see this Kings team outgunned on the run and you know they they were without Drell Martin so you know he's he's obviously a big piece of what they do and very dominant force down low uh, but for this Sydney team to suddenly be held to 82 points, uh, you know, they were out-rebounded uh, on the offensive glass by nine, and they had 15 turnovers, which led to Adelaide having 18 more shots than them. So Adelaide didn't shoot a better clip, but they just literally had 18 shots more, mm. and that's that's going to get it done most of the time. Um, but that was a good duel, Jalen Adams and Dusty Hunters both going back and forth. I mean, some of the shots Dusty was hitting, it, it was like, you know, I know he's had that experience with the Santa Cruz Warriors, but it was something that looked like he could fit in with the Golden State Warriors, the way he was gunning out there. So Calm down. Calm down. Ah, no, I'm hyped. It's friend of the show, Mal. Come on. Come on. We love old Dusty. Uh, but it was good to see him out there. Two games this weekend, gunning away. Six is hitting some form. I mean, it gives some... Gives the fans something to be proud of. Some some hope moving into next year if they can keep a, a healthy roster. Obviously, taking into mind, no Isaac Humphreys all year pretty much. So, you know, there's something there. They they won the preseason tournament. They're showing some form now. Maybe they just need some consistency and some legs on the court each week. Yeah, and there's only one of us throwing shade, um, asking for more consistency from Dusty when he was, was averaged 22.5 points. all right well we'll hit the topic that is pretty much what the nbl universe is centered around at the moment Mm -hmm. and the only topic that is the expansion team from down south the jack jumpers yeah they're still mathematically in play for the finals Mm -hmm. here as we head into Mm -hmm. the, the final weekend of the regular season so they did their job they beat the breakers they beat the phoenix to not only eliminate the Phoenix from contention, but to keep their season alive as well. And this whole Perth going down to Adelaide thing, that has left the door very, very open heading into this last weekend. So I don't know about very, very open, but as you say, still possible. Well, I mean, they have played one more game than Perth, but they are now tied on wins. So Perth... They're playing uh, the Hawks and the Phoenix. Mm. So the Hawks, they're not going to be showing up to lose because they're still battling, you know, for second, third, fourth. The Phoenix, well, that's going to be their last game of the season. So Yeah, they'll want to show it, especially after yeah. the was it press conference uh, friend of the show Creaky had, mm. you know where he was obviously a bit frustrated and just shot down a lot of rumours, which, as we talked about, that all those rumours couldn't be true <laughs> <laughs> about uh, coming to the Bullets. And anyway. we were very clear in pointing fingers at where those rumours came from. <laughs> yes, not here. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd still love to see him in Brisbane. So. Oh, him and everyone else who's rumoured to come to Brisbane. So what do the Phoenix do here? Do they show out? Even though they're over in the jungle, it's not a home game. 
Or do they say, well, Tazzy, you knocked us out, so uh, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and just throw, like, underarm shots all game. Classic, classic Jackie Moon. Classic Jackie Moon. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think the whole pride thing ticks over. Um, I think they genuinely go for it. Um, now, you've also got to think about the start of the year they had. They were, they were up there. You know, we had high hopes on this from the start of the season. And it's only until recently, and they've just died in the fourth quarters of all the, almost all these games. They've lost more, fourth, more games in the fourth quarter than anyone else, and they haven't been able to get a handle on it. Mm-hmm. And this, is our la- this will be their last opportunity to get this game over the line. I think they're going to push. They're going to want it. You know, it's it's got to be a bit of pride and contention at this point because it has been a really tough season for these professionals. They've haven't been able to put it together. I think pride and everything's going to kick in, and they're going to give Perth a bit of a run here. I get the feel. Yeah, and I mean, we look to this game on Saturday, Tassie Jack Jumpers at home. It is sold out already. Yeah. You will not get a ticket. Uh-uh. They're bringing Melbourne United to town. Now, this is where it gets really interesting because United, if they lose, they keep that door open for Tassie to finish fourth and be their first round matchup. Yep. If they go and beat Tassie, good job. You've got a date with Bryce Cotton and Vic Law in the first round. Mm-hmm. They may also say, well, we've got number one locked in. Delhi. Those knees look pretty tired. JLA, got a sore elbow, buddy. Yeah, better stay home. Mm. See where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. Uh, and, you know, what what's at play? Do United just send their full team and they want to win and keep this momentum heading into finals? And, you know, they don't want to duck the smoke, as the kids say these days. Yeah, <laughs> they want to run up that chimney like your mate. Yep, yep. He ran up the chimney, just uh, <laughs> didn't get all the way to the end. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see the team United puts out, especially if Perth does lose to the Hawks the night before. So obviously United would have worked out what team they're sending to Tassie by then, but depending on how that result goes, I think that'll depend on what happens Saturday because why throw all your guys out there to possibly get injured when you don't need to. Mm. So, I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. It, it's going to be one hell of a weekend to finish the NBL uh, regular season. I'm actually pretty hyped for it. And either way, realistically, Tasmania's game comes after Perth's Perth's first one. So, mm-hmm. they're still going to be, I believe, mathematically still in the hunt. So, they're going to be throwing everything at it, which... Oh, uh, I I just love the idea of a full strength Jack Jumpers versus a full strength United. Mm, you know, all the bickies, yeah, right there, right in front of them. It's going to be a huge deal. Packed house. Oh, you know, show out Tassie. Show that's, out. That's just classic sport for me. Like that. That they're the sort of moments you live for. If we can get that, yeah, maybe we do. Maybe we don't. But oh, oh, the idea of that is. Goosebumps, baby. Goosebumps. And this is all leading to the very last game of the regular season, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. 
Perth Wildcats hosting the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. You can't script it, Mal. You cannot script it. Who would have thought that Perth and Phoenix would be playing each other, you know, for Perth just to make the finals at the end of the season and Phoenix to not even be in sight? Mm. It's just wild. Mm. But it's been a great season. Uh, Not for Bulls fans, unfortunately, (laughs) but... Uh, no, another tough one. Look, another tough when, one. when it's all coming down to the final weekend, you know it's been a fun season. And I just can't wait for this weekend, and it's only going to get better after that. So, And it feels like every year in the NBL we're coming down to mm. the last game, the last couple of games. Every year that, that fourth and fifth spot just seems to be up for contention, which considering you know the amount of teams we have in our league, we it's not, you know, we don't have... 15 plus teams. So considering the amount of teams, it's it's freaking amazing like how tight it is at the top every year. It's great. Agreed. We're going to be doing this just two more times this year, Mel, unfortunately. But it's time to hit that bullets button. All right, I'm going to read out some names for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nathan Sobey. Yep. Tyrell Harrison. Yep. Tom Digba. Yeah. Tamri Wigness. Yeah. Isaiah Moss. Yep. And Tayane Samuel. Mm. I'm not just reading you the whole Bullets roster. That's the players who were on the injury report this weekend. Yeah. I mean, to I was almost waiting for good friend of the show who looked like he was managing on the weekend, Sean Connolly, to give me a call and ask me to come down and give him some minutes. But uh, that call never came, unfortunately. It's just... Wow. All those really? injuries that, I had. That call didn't come. It's all Oof. those injuries I've had, I swear. Perfect time for uh, Tim Sung to have taken the stage, though. Oh. Absolutely criminal mm-hmm. he didn't get a run. Mm-hmm. But maybe next time. It is, but now he's a, he's officially a cap again, so... Oh, I guess no. we'll, we'll keep working with the caps then. Mm. All right. As I just mentioned, massive injury report for this one. Once I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness. I mean, down at John Kane, United's home arena, we Mm -hmm. always see QBL KD. Always. Mm -hmm. He loves it down there. This one wasn't really any different. He gave you 20, he gave you six, and he gave you six. And he was making things happen for the team there, uh, creating shots for others, trying his best to get everyone involved, especially his good mate, Drim. Uh, LP popped off with a double-double there, but the the Bullets just didn't have the horses, Mel. Just could not keep up. I mean, United, they were at the point they were bringing an NBA player off the bench. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just gotten silly to me. You have yeah. an NBA player coming off your bench. I mean, and we have cries for Tim Sung to be starting. Well, you know, we only had four four registered players on the bench too. So, oh. you know, like, yeah, tough. It was it was a tough gig, man. It was tough. a tough watch. But shout out to the boys. Like, mm. they really hung tough. They led after a quarter. They were really in this game till about... Oh, mid to the end of the third quarter, I would say, mm-hmm. when Chris Goulding took over. Um, 
but I, I was actually I was actually proud of their effort that they gave, to be honest. Yeah, they, they stuck to their guns. They they gave everything. There was just there's only so much you can do sometimes when you've got an opposition like United. Mm. Uh, deep roster, everyone's healthy. You know, some people having career years, it feels like, and there's just so much talent on that team. So, Yeah, I mean, it's not j- like – so the Bullets had nine players available, seven in double digits for minutes. United played all 12 guys, 10 of them in double digits. But off the bench, you're looking at Agada, Barlow, Newley, Delhi. It's – it's not development players coming off the bench and giving you minutes here. Yep. Um, the depth of this United team is is very scary. And whilst, you know, their form has been a bit uh, really hot to moderate. <laughs> mm. uh, but when you just watch games like this, you know, like no one's playing more than like 25 minutes and they're getting the job done, it's like, wow. They they are constructed for the long haul, aren't they? So far, so so much. Yeah. Well, we're a couple of weeks, two weeks out now, mm. effectively from the finals, and you know they're able to put performances together like this, where they, you know, they look strong. It 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 always felt like it was, you know, it, even though we put up a uh, the bullets put up a really solid effort, it felt like United just just had that extra gear to go mm. and when they needed to they did but oh yeah like shout out JLA big game mm. 25 13 and three blocks uh i i'm actually really really enjoying Jack White i think he's going to have a long career uh whether it's in the NBL or, or Europe or wherever mm. he gives you those little things all the little stuff the tangibles on the court he gives you those and Shay Ely, he he could almost be front runner for defensive player of the year right now. He well, is, five steals in this game alone, like, oh, and he's doing it every week at this mm. point. And you know, we saw the job he did on Bryce Cotton not long ago. And yeah, I, I, he's a real deal. That, he might have to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, the bullets. I mean, we we won't spend all, all day on this one, um, but it sounds like we're both pretty happy with the effort they put in. Given circumstances, yep. Final game of the season, Mal. Saturday evening, up in the Snake Pit. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm trying to hold back tears right now. Yeah, it just hasn't been a good matchup uh, for whatever reason. No. Uh, Taj McCall, Keanu Pinder, even Machado to an extent—they've just given us fits all season. So, oh, come on, bullets. Give it, give us a dub against Cairns in the last game of the season, up in the snake pit. I've got faith, and and really, let's 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 really not wait for Dang Dang to get a steal, <laughs> and you know, half court pass it to Drim, and like mm. let, let let's not wait for it to be a miracle in OT again, please. <laughs> let, let's actually maybe try and get this done in regular time. But I mean, like can- four or five points. Like, keep it close. But Cairns <laughs> <laughs> fans, get out, show out. It's your last game of the season as well. Despite the team not achieving, you know, finals runs, still an exciting team. 
I mean, McCall, Machado, they can provide highlights. Keanu Pindu has become one of my favorite players to watch in the league. He's going to get himself um, a long career as well, I think. Uh, and looking forward to seeing him in the NBO One North, by the way. Mm, just up the road at the Wizards. Yeah. So get around that game. We'll be back to review the Bullets' last game of the season next week. Next week. Bull don't lie. Never does. So NBA playoffs. I mean, we've got so much to dive into here now. So we mm. might we might touch on our play-in previews, but we'll focus on the actual playoff matchups. I think here, but just just to recap from last week uh, mm. in the West mm-hmm. for the seven seed, Mel. I chose oh. the Wolves. You chose the Clips. Yep. It ended up being the Wolves. Yep. The eight seed. I chose the Clippers. You chose the Pels. Mm-hmm. It ended up being the Pels. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to one Paul George uh, positive news that was negative, negative for the Clips. <laughs> <laughs> so one yeah. apiece there. But on the upside, um, New Balance did spend all that money on that new ad campaign for Kawhi Leonard to come back <laughs> in the playoffs and make a run. Mm. <sighs> what a treat. Wasn't it Jamal Murray last year? Didn't they do the same? Uh, he did his ACL. Yeah, last but year. the was it uh, New Balance brought out an ad campaign for Jamal Murray <laughs> just as oh, awkward. Uh-oh. They're really timing their campaigns well, really, really, really well. Yeah, well, big push with <coughs> humor and Lamelo Ball in the last couple of months. He uh, showed out, didn't he? Mm. Luckily, because you chose awkward. you chose the Hornets to be the eight seed, so I hope he showed out. Bam, bam. Uh-huh. They got absolutely wrecked by the Hawks. It mm. was not even close. Mm-hmm. The second year in a row, Lamelo Ball just not not there for it. Mm. Just not not good. I mean, if you look at the box score and it looks pretty with his twenty something points, but you know he took more shots than he did points. So up to you how you read that. Uh, and, and you know we predicted it would be a very up and down, high scoring game, and for one team it was. But mm. Unfortunately for the Hornets, it was not them. So the Hawks ended up with the eight seed, um, as I predicted. Mm. And we both obviously took the Nets for the seven seed, uh, which they gained. So all in all, long story short, I win. Righto, Tiger. (laughs) Moving on to the actual playoff (coughs) proper here. And for those of you playing at home, yes, that is the only reason we circled back to the play-in. So that Dan can have his little gloaty moment. Look, simple math. I pick three, you pick two. I mm-hmm, mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I win, I guess. It's all right. <laughs> Keep going. All right. The actual playoff proper here. We're going to go through each series very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them have played one, if not two games. Yep. And we're each going to pick the team to come out of that series. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to be jotting them all down so we can keep track of this. All right. Let, let's kick things off. In the West, the Suns went to town on the Pels. They're up 1-0. Suns in foul. Oh, <laughs> we're going in games. All right. Oh, I think Suns in four. Also. <laughs> I almost think this Clipper team without Paul George would play better. But anyway, mm. Pels are fun to watch. If they get a healthy zone next year, who knows? Yeah. You know, there's plenty of talent there. Just the Suns are something else right now. All right. They are, and they're coming off the experience and, you know, drive of 
you know, where they ended up last year. So, mm. you know, I, I can't see them dropping the ball at this point. Um, yeah, just can't see it. All right. The one I know you've been waiting three days for, mm-hmm. two days mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. the Grizzlies, the yeah. quote-unquote worst two-seed of all time, down yeah. 0-1 to the Wolves. Now, long-term listeners of the show will know that I'm a, I'm a big fan of playoff Grizzly basketball. Um, uh, Huge fan of the Wolves too. Mm, <laughs> no, nah, I like the Grizz in the playoffs. <laughs> Typically because, you know, my co-host get, gets all chickeny when it comes to his team being in the playoffs, which I understand. They don't have a good record. You know, they've never won it. I get it. It's okay. Um, yeah, look, not a great game. I am actually going to tip then to continue uh, to turn this around and win it. I'm going to take Grizz. I've got written down Grizz in six. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, that, that seems actually fairly reasonable. Uh, get, uh, give me Grizz in seven. Seven. Give me yeah. Grizz in seven. And, and anyone who's listened to the show or spoken to me off air knows full well this is the one series I did not want any part of the Grizzlies being oh, because ben, He has been adding asterisks to this, <laughs> this particular matchup. The not like... I'm on record saying I would rather play the Nuggets or the Jazz because this Wolves team has given the Grizz fits all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, Ann Edwards, that is a superstar, ladies and gentlemen. That Forget Cat, good player. Edwards is the face of that team. He is a stud. Uh, and yeah. look, I would not fall off my chair if the Wolves won this series, but I'm going to back in my boys. I, When I look at Cat, I honestly see a really solid tradable commodity for Ant's future. Yeah, he does complement Ant well, though. I just think they he need does, to give but, the ball to Ant. But again, you've got to remember, this is the Timberwolves. <laughs> He's a bigger guy who can shoot from any distance. Mm. They tend to trade them. Yes, yes. You know, history, history. All right, well, yeah. Look, hopefully the the boys turn it around, but yeah, wouldn't be shocked if wouldn't be completely shocked if we lose the series. And as far as the worst two seed ever goes, it's a bit much. Look, it's a bit much, but like you got to look at the context of the NBA this season. Like the Clippers were dead, the Lakers were dead, the Nuggets were dead, the Warriors were dead. I mean, in a normal year, are the Grizz the two seed? Absolutely not. I'm not delusional, but. You can only play what's in front of you, and they fought hard to get the two seed, and they deserve it. So They ran up that chimney. Yeah. <laughs> they just got to keep running. Go on, boys. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Golden State up 2 nothing against the Nugs. Thought they might have dropped one today, but uh, they scored 70-7-0 points in 19-1-9 minutes mm. and turned this game around. Mm-hmm. Uh, got the job done, both games at home. Uh, Golden State Warriors and the Nugs, where are you going? Uh, I don't think I'm going to shock anyone here. I'm going to take GSW. In? Uh, five. Oh, five. Uh, I just think. Sorry, Cammy P, I've got, a, I've got the broom out. Oh, I've got the broom out. Look out. Uh, yeah. Joke is great, but he just looks run off his feet at the moment. And even, even in that first game, Austin Rivers was doing great things defending, you know, Curry, he barely shot the ball early in the game. Um, but. Just needs, you just get the feeling with this team, they just need one more, you know, 
let's say Jamal Murray, for example. You know, mm. Yeah, playing in a high clip would just obviously change this matchup. But yeah. <sighs> Whatever happened to Aaron Gordon, man? He just fell off a cliff. Like, he was pretty decent in Orlando and ended up getting the gig in the Uncle Drew movie and that mm. sort of cursed him. Yeah. This it, hasn't been that guy in Denver. He did. He plays how he acts at the moment. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. You got Golden State five. I got the broom out. Sorry again, Cammy P. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mavs and Jazz one apiece after Jalen Brunson erupts for forty-one today. Mm. So Mavs did have the home court advantage. It's now swung the way of Utah. Want to get that around the wrong way. You did, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, they say it's never a playoff series. It's never actually a series until a team wins on the road. So, Mavs won. Jazz won. Mm. I'm going to take the Mavs. You're going to take the Mavs? I'm going to take the Mavs. Um, and it's not necessarily for I was me. right. No, it was the Mavs home court advantage. They were the fourth seed. Yeah. Um, for me, it's not necessarily faith in the Mavs. It's just I think it's – I think the Jazz aren't going – they're just not going to go that deep into these playoffs mm. and I can easily see them having a early first-round exit. And, yeah. Mavs in. I've got seven. Ooh. I've got to go on the distance. Go on the distance. I'm going to take – Mavs in six. Okay, okay. Scooch shorter. Scooch. All right, let's head over to the east. Mm-hmm. 1v8. Yep. It's an absolute bloodbath. Heat versus the Hawks was not close whatsoever. Of course, game two would have been would have occurred by the time you're listening to this, but mm-hmm. as it stands, Heat one, Hawks zero. What you got? I'm going to take the Heat. Number one seed. Shocker. Yeah. Had a, let's be honest, they had a, Real shocker of a playoff playoffs last year. Um, I think they've they've bounced back in in a lot of different ways. They're a much better, much more well rounded team this year. Um, you know, obviously picking up Kyle Lowry as well has actually helped. But yeah, I I can just see them knocking uh, knocking the Hawks out with the broom. To be honest. Oh, okay. Well, they really shut down Trey Young in game one there. It was mm-hmm. oh, it was ugly. Yep. Probably uh, the worst game Trey Young's ever played. I think, was it Mice Trey was uh, what I saw going around on <laughs> socials? Yep, he was ice cold Trey. But look, I'll, I'll give the Hawks a game here. I think I think they can snatch one. Their home arena gets pretty raucous, so I'll, I'll take the Heat in five here. Heat in five. All right. All right. Time for what was probably the best, most entertaining first game, yeah? Oh. The Celts and the Nets. What a your, finish. Your t- turn to be really excited here, Mal. Yeah, baby. Um, <clears throat> well, as you know, I if my team's in it, I'm going to back them all the way. If, if they're in it and it's really not going to go well, I'll add a disclaimer, but... I'm going to take the C's in six, straight-faced, no disclaimer. I think this is... Wrapping up the series in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, one thing I would recommend to Celtics fans in arenas, um, maybe just go silent on Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, leave, might, leave Kyrie alone. <laughs> yeah. Might just, you know, I, actually. Dude's pretty good. Actually just go silent. I think that would throw him off more mm. than it. Guy's used to being going into arenas and getting hate. He's got it everywhere he's gone this year because of you know, off-the-court stuff that we all know about. Like, seriously, it's not going to work for the guy. And didn't in this game. It nearly got away from us. Mm. But, ah, uh, yeah, may, may, maybe just shush. Maybe yeah, just I shush. mean, the way Kyrie and KD went nuclear in that fourth quarter, it, I mean, if they put a game together like that, it's, it's not going to be close. But can they? And can they do it four times? That's mm. the thing to think about. And, and it's very different to last year. The Celts have got their defensive, just that that defensive um, mindset. Of the year. Well, exactly. Marcus Smart, you know, knew it was in the bag when Doris came out and said Marcus Smart was her pick for it. It's As like, a long-time Celtics fan. Well, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You know. Uh, and goes to show too, like, as I've said before, this is the kind of stuff that Marcus Smart, and he hasn't been a, he certainly hasn't been a defensive player of the year every year of his career, but he's built up to it and he's built his career on hustle. And, you know, he's also in the last year, while I didn't check statistically, it feels like this is his best shooting year as well. So he's added that three to go along with his really good day. Mm. Um, you know, and he can also bring the draw up, uh, bring the ball up, run that point when needed. So he's good in the backup role as well, and can you know, facilitate other really good players on that team when they need the ball. Well, if you get the Doris stamp of approval, who's um, not a long-term Celtics fan, by the way, <laughs> a bit of shade there. Uh, oh, no, but I am. Which reporter is it? Jackie McMullen. Why not? One reporter is. But anyway, mm. uh, we'll keep it moving here. I'm taking the Nets in seven, closing it out in the garden. Oh, now with a, with a proper Kyrie stomp. Oh. <laughs> Unlucky. Well, look, I gave Ann Edwards props. I have to give Tatum his flowers. That kid is a superstar and been saying it for years, but I think everyone's going to see it now. And once he performs again, yet again in the playoffs, mm. Like maybe he doesn't have the best regular seasons, but when the when the lights are brightest, he's there. He's there for it. So, I mean, series could go either way. I mean, both of these two seven series are just probably going to be the two best series in either side of the bracket. Uh, they're going to go down all the way, I think. So, Nets in seven for me. I just think if it gets to a game seven, I think Kyrie and KD might be a bit too much, but. Absolutely, if Celts get it done in, in five or six, that'll seal the deal for them. And look, let's be honest here too. Like, if we have seven games like game one and we end up with the L, that's life. Like, if we get a, an amazing series of great back and forward basketball, can live with it. Mm. Like, you know... I'd much rather that than have my team get all the way to the conference finals or all the way to the finals and then be swept or something, you know, awful like that. One, one thing to forget, depending how much weight you put on it, but game four, there's a certain someone meant to be suiting up for Brooklyn. So we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. 
Because there hasn't been a question mark on him for... Yeah, he hasn't been passing the ball to Kyrie and KD before. <laughs> <laughs> and he's never had Paddy Mills. They ain't going to clog his keyway. No, and he's he's never had Paddy Mills on a day-to-day basis mm. in his ear picking him up. So, look, we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, they say the Grizz might be the worst two seed of all time. This Nets team might be one of the best seven seeds of all time. But we'll see how we go. Bucks and Bulls. Well, there's been some horrible ones in the East. <laughs> Bucks and Bulls. The Bucks got up in what was a surprisingly close game. I think most people thought this would be a bit of a blowout series, but the Bulls hung tough. Uh, big Vucci main in the middle there. Mm. Did enough. I mean, took a lot of shots, as did my guy, DeMar. Didn't really play too well in this one. Typical of DeMar DeRozan in... Game one of playoff series, he's just historically, they call him DeFrozen. Mm. And mm. he was exactly that. Levine, mm. not much better. But the Bulls still hung tough. They were still in this game. So with that being said, Bucks in five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the Bulls one at home. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Bucks. It's just by how many. Um Look, I'll give the bull. Yeah, I'll give the bulls one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give, give me bucks in five. Bucks in five. All right. Sure. Final series here. The seventy mm-hmm. sixes. Mm-hmm. Not just pounding the crap out of the raps, but boring the hell out of us trying to watch the game. Because, I mean, the the wolves and grizz isn't. It's actually worse. But just watching all these free throws. It's just Embiid and Harden. Embiid. Harden, free throw, free throw, free throw. If you're not a fan of these teams, uh, and I know we've shown shown him a lot of love on the show, but someone we mentioned at the top is a big 76ers fan. And I don't know how if you're not a fan of that team you can watch them because, my God, it's it, you're just watching free throws. And whilst they're both masters of drawing the fouls and getting to the line, doesn't really make for a great product. But... They, so they are doing – they have a game plan. They're sticking to it, and it's working because the Raptors haven't looked anywhere close to the Sixers in this series. So Sixers are leading 2 nothing. Look, you know I'm a man of asterisks, so I'm bringing one out here because the Raps, they had a few players out for game two. Mm-hmm. So depending how long they're out, I might give the Raps a game here. But – I mean, if, if these players continue to miss time, like Gary Trent, Scotty Barnes. Well, Scotty I'll, Barnes is the big one. I'll get the me. broom out. <laughs> but if they yeah. come back, I'll give them one at home. Why not? Yeah. For, for me, it's it's really comes down to Scotty Barnes and not whether the Raptors can come back because... He was their best player in game one. Yeah. And it wasn't super close. No. And got injured in that fourth quarter and... Bloody Embiid. Uh, <laughs> Big feet. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, look, I will take, obviously, the 76ers. Um, give me the broom. Oh. Give me the broom. All right, well... I know they've got to travel, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take them in full. Other than your net Celtics, um, which I just picked just to spite you, mm-hmm. we actually agreed on every... Every uh, outcome there. Uh, no upsets predicted, strangely enough, except for mm. my Nets pick. 
Um, so glad we locked in how many games it would take because that's about <laughs> all we've got to to banter with and gloat over. So, and everyone knows we will both do that. Definitely. <laughs> yes, you still owe me chicken. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So between now and next week, there'll be a few more games uh, in each series completed. Might even have some brooms come out by then. And we'll be here for it. We'll be wrapping it all up. Same sort of style next week, diving in a bit more, seeing how the series are panning out. So uh, hopefully you'll tune back in next week for some more NBA playoffs reviews. Ball, don't lie. I'm out. We've wrapped up the NBL. Yep. Wrapped up the NBA. Wrapped and capped. Now it's time to crack open a pack of these delightful cards Mm -hmm, sent mm -hmm, in from mm a friend of the show down in Adelaide. The J-Man, Jared. Really appreciate this gift, by the way. We have a set JJ of... Rod? Would we go that far or not quite? It's not quite an AA run? Uh, JJ Rod? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do, mate. We throw, we throw in weird and ridiculous nicknames for people. Well, what we have from JJ Rod <laughs> is a FLIR. Okay, it sounds awful when you say it. FLIR, 94-95. Packet of basketball cards mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We love a bit of a draft when it comes to old school cards. Yeah, baby. So we might bust this pack open. We'll lay out the cards and we'll just draft a little 2v2 action. Ooh, 2v2? Yeah. Or Let's go 2v2. 2v2, just on the blacktop. Mm-hmm. And just remember, folks, if you've got Instagram or Facebook, people at home can vote on this and determine whose team was better. So... It's always mine. <laughs> All right, In my Mel. mind. In my mind. All right, I'm going to write down a number. Unless, do you remember who should be voting first or drafting first? Uh, yes, it's me, unfortunately. I have the curse. All right, you want to draft first? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you can have it. All right, let's I open this I have the curse pack. of the first draft. It, te- it typically hasn't gone well the last few times. Last time you took Michelle Timms first, I believe. All right, first up, whoo, Larry Stewart, Ooh, Washington Bullets. Stewart, the Washington Bullets, of course. Next Not up. Not the Wizards. We have Jason Williams. Mm. Not White Chocolate. Mm. The other Jason Williams. Oh, the other, other Jason Williams. Yeah, rocking the New Jersey Nets here. These are beautiful cards, by the way. Mm. Uh, nice hollows on it. Marty McFly Conlon, Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Everything I said was correct except the McFly bit. Ah, uh, well, that's it's fairly typical. There's there's always an asterisk when you know. All right, we have a Timberwolf from ninety four, ninety five. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Nice. All right, we have a white guy from the Celtics. Ooh, looking a lot like Speedy PP. What's his name? Fast PP. Eight Mile. Yeah. However, I, Pritchard. ironically, wearing number zero, which is the number of the player who gave 8 Mile that nickname. Every Bradley. Eric Montross. Montross? Boston Celtics. <laughs> All right. We have a spur up next. Mm. I'll give you a hint on this one. Mm. Same last name as the bloke that hosted Who Dares Wins. <laughs> I know that was around. Your time. Uh, Do you remember yep. his name? Mike Whitney. Mike Whitney. We have a Chris Whitney. Chris Whitney. Come on down. All right, next up. 
Uh, <laughs> we we have a man here, champion with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in 94, 95, a bit later, 99, the lockout year. Mm-hmm. Became a head coach in the league. He's now an analyst. Uh, I really love listening to his voice, personally. Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. From the Cavs, Tony Campbell. TC. I know that name rings a lot of bells out there. <laughs> oh, we have a young lion. This is a cool card, man. I like this one. What do we got? What do we got? It's our guy. It's Grandmama. Ah. Young lion, LJ, Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. Oh, that, that is a, is a nice card. card. I like that. That is nice. Followed up by Mark West of the <laughs> Detroit Pistons. <laughs> they can't all be bangers. Mm. They can't all be bangers. All right. Next up from the Nuggets, mm-hmm. we have Reggie Slater. Reggie Slater. Mm-hmm. And to top it all off from the Philadelphia 76ers, Sharon Wright. Sharon Wright. Yeah. Not right. wrong. Look, I don't know if the camera will pick this up, but I, I do want to try and share this. Larry Johnson card because it is just insane. I, I'm sure um, it will get drafted and you will see it on the socials, but definitely will. That is a beautiful, beautiful card. I'm thinking first pick right there. <laughs> We're not going to take that one off the table. But <laughs> we'll, we'll pick the low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah, going to go for the low hanging fruit. Definitely. All right, well, definitely. You can pick up your draft selection there, Mal. I will take. I'll definitely take one grand mama. All right. Larry Johnson. Well, I'm going to have to take the man with the championship ring. Coach, analyst. The man with the ring. He knows a thing or two about basketball. Mr. Mm-hmm. Avery Johnson, come on over to Team Dan. All right. I got faith. Uh, I got faith. Got faith. Got faith. Uh, look, I'm going to take. Uh, oh. you, got, you got Mike Options Whitney's cousin over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Whitney's cousin. Very long lost. Uh, look, give me Tony Campbell. I'll, I'll take TC. Oh, from TC. The All right. Which leads Got an me LJ and a TC. What could possibly go last wrong? Pick. I'm going to take the other Jason Williams. The other Jason Williams and hope for the best. Yeah. Not Jay Williams. Not White Chocolate. <laughs> the other Jason Williams. The other Jason Williams. All right. So I've got Jason Williams. And Avery Johnson. Who have you got over there again, Mal? i got Larry Johnson and Tony Campbell. All right. Well, as always, those squads will go up on the socials, Mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook. You guys can vote on whose two players will come out on top. My guys. My guys. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Ball don't lie. That ball don't lie. Well, there's our Crackham draft in the bag, locked, ready to go. That will come up on the socials over the weekend. Click on your team. Who are you going to take? Uh, two on two. You pick. You guys pick at home and we'll, that will decide because let's face it, we're both just going to pick our teams. You know, every week we do the same thing. We think we've you know, drafted the best possible you know, combo from what's there, and we need you guys to help us out. Mm, mm. All right. Well, we're really at the end now, unfortunately, of another another banger that we've pumped out for everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Before we head off, though, Mal, we've got, have you got your machination of the week ready to go? I do. I do. Um, yeah. This one, uh, this one actually comes from uh, my little brother's wedding. Um, mm. you know, Shout out, Christopher. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great wedding, buddy. He mm. uh, married the love of his life and uh, one Dr. Crawford. And uh, look, it, it just... It was a it was a lovely occasion, but it did leave me to think. You know, as you know, mate, you were there. I I gave a rather delightful speech, um, and it actually made me think that. You know, it reminded me of the fact that if you if you love somebody or anything like that, don't don't die wondering. You never know what's going to happen. Let them know. You no, know, if you have strong feelings in any way. Don't leave it on the bench, especially, you know, us guys, especially to other guys, you know, in our life, friends, whatever. If you've got feelings around, you know, let people know what, you th- what you're feeling. You know, if you love someone, tell them. Don't, don't hide that back. Uh, but that, flip, that flips on the other side too. If you hate someone, make sure they know as well. <laughs> Both love and hate. Let people know what you're thinking. Black and white, baby. Yeah, Black and white. but to their faces. None of this, you know, mm. you know, no, on no the social- triangles. No, no, no triangles. No triangles. <laughs> no, no on the socials. You know, to their face. Run up the chimney. Exactly. Get after it. All that smoke. All right. Good advice. Let tell your loved ones you love them. Mm. Just tell a stranger you love them. Why not? Just be careful which stranger you say it to. Yeah, that's how stalkers are created, mate. Do, do not try that at <laughs> Just home. Just say do something not nice try to someone. Home. Bit of, I don't know. Get, maybe they'll that, pay for that, it. That was not my message, but anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, that, that just about wraps us all up here for another week. Uh, we look forward to seeing you all or pumping this out for you again next week so you can listen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, if you haven't already, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you get your podcast from, and now TikTok mm-hmm. on the line. Tickety-tockety. Go and chuck us a like, follow, subscribe. And Mel, your favorite button is the share button, of the course. The share button, so yes. Really appreciate super that. duper favorite button is the uh, the anchor and subscribe button. Mm. That one really helps us, you know, do what we do. Ten times more than all the rest. So if you really love what we do, click on that button, follow the links. All right. You know what to do, people. Mm-hmm. So look forward to you joining us again next week. There's going to be so much to wrap up. We'll finally know where the Jack Jumpers are going to sit, the Wildcats. We're going to have a look at the NBL finals. Mm-hmm. The NBA playoffs, round one, is going to be in full swing. Might be over for some. We'll see. Uh, but we hope you all join us again and hope you enjoyed this week's show. So until next week, just remember, that ball don't lie. It never does.